Draw Your Story Season 2. Wrapped up. Done. We're out of here. Now, with this little episode, I'm going to do a little rundown between each episode and talk about the interview, what I took away from it, but also what informed the illustration. I think that is pretty cool. I love hearing what how people came up with that sort of little idea. I have been so stoked with all the interviewees that have come through, the wide range, cookie makers, engravers, we have authors, finance people, photographers, creators, neuroscientists, like just so many people, other people on their podcast, just so many people and all their stories are just so different and I think that's why I really like doing this. I thought it was because I like to talk a lot, but I think it's because I like to learn and see the world from other people's perspectives as well. And so I hope you get a little bit out of it and thank you for everyone that's been listening. Let's jump into it. All right. Interview number one of season two, we have Antonio Smith and I've been in awe of this guy for a long time. We met years ago and he's just a all around creative little networker dude and it's just amazing. And so I've seen it for years. Uh, so I reached out and he was happy to jump on, just a legend straight up. And when we were talking, it just unfolded on how many different things he's tried and does. So when I was doing the illustration, I was like, man, I really want to have this, um, this concept of how he can do everything. And so as you'll see where I pop it up here, he does that in the illustration he's just got all of his hands around and just you see all the different pieces and all of his passions and interests and so that's where the illustration came from he's just a legend of a dude interview number two was with sean and sean i met through pickleball and i had no idea so we would just shoot the shit hang out he was not big mouthing about this but it comes up that we just shoot, oh, what do you do? And he's like, oh, I'm a part of this, um, this brain cancer drug that he had, um, I don't know if the word invented's right, but has potentially found a cure for it that's going through FDA trials right now. And we so we start chatting about this, and uh, this is just shooting the shit at the pickleball court, and I was like, I need to have you on the podcast. So we go through, talks about his, uh, how we got into this stuff, and blows my mind traveling to different places to do school so when I and then how he started all of this and having to fundraise and all that sort of stuff and his love for Gary Vee and how that really impacted his life to find better happiness and not to burn himself out so then we get to the illustration part and I sort of wanted to show off like how he is all about brains and how the Work, inner workings of them and everything, but or how he's obsessed with pickleball, just like mine is. And that's sort of where the illustration came from. It was kind of fun to draw. Uh, episode two, we have Tim, who is my neighbor, who is just this absolute rad dude who I always thought they just had this like totally chill, cruisy along um, demeanor and loves music and loves to play music and can play all different types of instruments which blows my mind because I've owned three guitars and I can't play any of them and so I wanted to do an illustration that was just super chill just him enjoying 
the music. And so that's what I sort of did with that one. All right. The next one, episode four, we have Andrew. And there's two Andrews next. So this is Andrew and uh, he does photography. Any, any of these, please go back and watch, uh, listen to the episode. So you're not just getting this shitty overview from me. Uh, Andrew is a great fashion photographer. And one of the things was not only are his skills really epic, but, and I, I didn't know him before, actually Antonio um, hooked me up with this guy to connect about doing an interview. And the one thing that I really took away was that he loved fashion photography so much, but wasn't willing to give up his happiness for that. And not saying that he's not willing to work hard. That's not what the takeaway was. The illustration that sort of came out with that, I think we make a joke about a bear in there, but also I said something about him, he, like he's a good looking dude. I was like, you need to be in front of the camera more yourself. And we sort of make a joke about that. And I thought that was funny that him sitting on set and then having a bear that's sort of like in the picture. I thought that was fun. Episode five was Andrew T, we call him. I'm never gonna be able to say his last name correctly. Theobald, Tipido, Theobald, never gonna say it. Never gonna get that right in my life. But it was an amazing interview. Now I've known this guy for a fair few years. We have never been um, like best mates or like chummy where I've hung out solo. But just knowing him, like every time we've sort of hung around, we've always had like a good laugh and good jokes and stuff. So I was like, man, gotta have this guy on. Little did I know it'd be so fun, but also the takeaway that I would get from it. And his satisfaction with life, as long as he's inner circles or his little bubbles are happy, then he's completely satisfied. Now, he's not saying that he doesn't look outside the world and go, hey, there's other stuff going on. He's like, my world's looked after, I can be completely satisfied. I can go to bed and I just turn off like an iPod is what he says. His illustration, I think we make a joke about penguins being like a funny evolution. And I really like the thought that he like, he really is happy when he does a great job at work and then he's got good stuff going at home. So I thought it'd be fun to have like penguin on an iceberg, having a little like um, around the water cooler. And then he's got his couple of kids playing and that's his little worlds and there's like little icebergs and that's the representation of the circles. I thought that was fun. Episode six. This one was, again, really fun. I met this lady at a podcast event in ages ago, and we've been trying to connect and make all this stuff work, but it just wasn't working. Finally, we got it to happen, and it was a delight. Again, you always find out little pieces of people that you just wouldn't guess. So Shannon um, has created her own podcast editing company, but on the part that blew me away was one, her family loves storytelling, but she created this um, podcast, this sci-fi podcast that now has like, and probably now more, had 1.5 million downloads at the time and now has probably 2 million downloads or whatever. It's a really fun, she has all these different people coming as characters. Fingers crossed I get to be a character soon. Um, but. She gave us this little tidbit that was, she loves to run. And I was like, oh, okay, cool, people love to run. She was like, 
And then she says, I'm one of the people that says, you want to run it under two hours or 2.5 hours or whatever it is. She runs with a sign saying we can do that. I, so she's a pace keeper or whatever it is. That blew my mind. I could not run to do that. That's, that is so foreign to me. So I created this illustration, also a Facebook filter or Instagram filter if you want to go check it out, that had her running carrying a sign but had this like amazing space battle happening with an alien and different little portals and stuff, which I really enjoyed illustrating that one. So check it out. Episode seven, we have the delightful Kate. She has looked after my children. She has become a friend. It is fun to see her bubbly, optimistic personality just take on the world. And now she does her own Katie's Cookie Bee Company. And that's fantastic. It's just so enjoyable to see her success out of this. And again, we got two runners in a row. She loves to run. Who are these fuckers that love to run? I'm not one of them. But anyway, so we had these two people that love to run. And uh, so when I was doing her illustrations, sorry, I got a little sidetracked. When I was doing her illustrations, I wanted to do the cookies running, but all different sort of cookies and like uh, just having that fun sort of feeling that they were doing that. I thought I really enjoyed that illustration. Episode number eight. This one was across the pond. He's in London. I'm in Australia. There's a little time lag, so there's a little overlap of us, like sort of talking here and there. But I really enjoyed this because he's at the forefront of pushing augmented reality. So any of those Facebook filters or stuff that you see out in the world that you can look at a picture and it sort of messes with the picture and you can see like an animation or stuff. He's doing this stuff like, and at the forefront of it. And I've been watching his stuff for a little while and I was like, I'll reach out and see if he, uh, if he's keen, fully keen, jumped on. When can we do this? Let's, can we make it happen? My January's busy. And I was like, super excited, got in it. And the illustration, the reason I wanted to just, illustration oh hang on let me let them uh, let me pump the brakes there one of the takeaways i took from this is that travel is really important to him so he found a way to make that work for him and it may not work for everyone but that works for him and his fiance and and his dog louis so that was really impressive that it made it work and sort of how he's the travel makes a big part of his um, life and so the illustration I wanted to show off his um, way he does his work and again this I created a Facebook filter for this as well and it sort of shows it off a bit more he has this really cool way of like returning around his artwork and then the Instagram filter reveals the piece of artwork as well like what happens and then he does animation stuff in his and i just don't have that talent yet maybe in the future uh so it was really fun uh he has a love for peanut butter and a love for his dog so i thought it was really fun if you turn around there's a painting and then you have this like 
mouth open that's trying to chase the peanut butter and the dog's really excited about it and all that stuff. So check that out. Check out the Instagram filter for that. It's really fun. Episode number nine, Lugo. I've been watching his artwork as well and it's so different from mine. So I think I, re- I well, I enjoy people that do artwork like mine, but I really get inspired by people to do stuff that is so far from mine as well. And so he's a metal engraver. And when I say that, I mean that he carves these beautiful patterns into anything. He has done a metal skateboard, the trucks, the wheels, everything. And then he does a bunch of different car parts. He also works on like art pieces, um, like the mime face mask that are out there. He's just did that. He little um, matchbox cars, which one day I hope to own one of those. I'm gonna buy one of those for sure. That just blows my mind. Uh, so when I was doing this, this is how my brain sort of works. I was looking at the interview and I was like, dang, he really wears that hat well. And I had this like a little bit of a weird shaped head. Well, whatever. So when I wear a hat sometimes, I'm like, oh, dang. So he has a bit of a, a, a rounder circumference on his head. And I was like, dang it, he really wears that hat well. And I couldn't get it out of my head. So when I was creating the illustration, I, I was drawing all, I do a whole bunch of different sketches and try and come up with the idea and I couldn't get away from this hat. And I was like, okay, so the hat is going to create the illustration, but I wanted to, uh, going to be creating this bit of artwork. So I've got these two hands, as you can see, but I wanted the car, which uh, he does this really nice car that I think is might be my favorite. And I wanted it to be carving, but I wanted to show the detail. So I was able to sort of get in there and show the detail of that. And I really enjoyed the way that it turned out. Uh, so check that out. Uh, also check out his work. It's really phenomenal. Now episode number 10 was, um, I didn't know what I was getting. So a publisher reached out and said, Hey, I have this new debut author. She's just released a new book. Can she, are you, would you like to have her on the podcast? And I was like, heck yes. Obviously I'll just about have anyone on here, but someone that's done something new that they're um, excited for. Yes. I have no idea what to expect. So we get on this phone call and we just hit it like off. Like don't get me wrong. A lot of these interviews, I feel like I've got like um, friends straight away, but her like just attitude toward life and some of the stuff she's been through, but how she has just this joy and um, just humor about her and making jokes. Like really, I was just like, dang, this is really, really cool. Her book, um, All I See Is Violence, is so far removed from anything that I could feel I could write or do. And hearing about her process was really, really insightful. And then finding out that she used to skate and her favorite trick was a pop shove it. And that used to be one of my favorite tricks back in the day, a little pop shove tail grab over the hit back in Mandarin when I was a skater. Uh, and then her kids and, and like that stuff. And she's from just Vancouver, just north of me. And just, it was really, really rad. So on her, the cover of her book, she has um, a skull with an Indian headdress and then like a little trail of stuff. And I was like, oh man, that's really cool. I want to do something sort of that. So I did it, as you'll see here, I did a skull with a, then a skateboarder doing a pop shove it 
out, out of the skull's mouth, which is another person with a skull on the head. And then because of the all I see is violence, I wanted to represent something that was a little bit darker. And so the, I don't know if people really see it as how I see it, but the paper shooting out of the back of the head is like the gunshot, like the, the, the explosion out the back. And you can see in there, it's all I see is, and then the violence sort of trailing off. And that was sort of my sort of take on it, uh, of her book. It, the interviews have just been incredible. Uh, it's not like, I'm so lucky that I've got to interview these people and their perspectives and what they bring. And I hope that any of these illustrations have, that they are stoked on them. And yeah, uh, thank you very much. Go check out uh, any of the interviews, go watch them. You can catch any of these um, illustrations. You can catch them on the link in the description, which is a Redbubble print on demand site. And if you want to support, get in there and do that. It's been a ton of fun and I look forward to season three. All right, peace, catch ya.